Good morning and happy late holidays to you listeners. Today we are going to be focusing on Blood Fever, the second book in the Karen Marie Moaning series. Now before I get too carried away, I would like to throw out there that in this particular book, the fairy prince Valaine has a much bigger presence than the first book. In fact, he had such a small presence before that I didn't even mention him. In fact, his presence is so important that the book starts with Michaela being stranded in her own house, her own room, her own store, whatever you want to call it. It's where she's calling home. And the lights are all off. Now, in this particular world, the darkness is bad. The shadows can eat you. And on this particular night, those shadows have filled her house. And the only person able to save her is, you guessed it, the fairy prince, Valaine. One huge thing you need to know about Valaine is he's what Michaela calls a death by sex fae. Sleeping with one of these fairies will ultimately kill you or turn you into a sex-craving animal for the rest of your life. Either way, doesn't really seem like sex that's worth it to me. Unfortunately, Michaela is forced to strike a bargain with said sex by death fae and is forced to agree to sacrifice an hour of her time with him as long as he's able to rid the bookstore of the man-eating shades. Fast forward just a teensy bit and you will get to meet Derek O'Banion, Rocky O'Banion's younger brother. If you remember anything about the first book, you'll remember that Rocky was a sexist, total egotistical pig who owned his own bar he kept the spear to himself which is what Michaela stole and eventually in stealing that spirit led to his death and six of his friends fast forward just a little bit more and my love barons sends Michaela on a mission to the museum he says he has a letter someone important is supposed to give it to him but he's not gonna go he sends Michaela instead Now, as you can guess, all sorts of hell breaks loose at the museum. Not only does Valaine make an unwanted appearance, in which case Michaela strips, plays with herself, and when he vanishes, everyone can see her again, so she's like naked in the museum. That's not the important part, as awful as that is. The important part is the fact that an old lady is watching. She sees everything happen. She was in the first book, again, not a very major character in the first book, so I didn't bring her up. However, in this book, Old Lady has a huge role. She tells Michaela that she's adopted, that she doesn't know who she is, how did she get the spear, blah blah blah. She actually seems to know what Michaela is, why she can see the things she sees. And instead of helping her, she tells Michaela to go die somewhere else. The letter she goes to get is actually an invitation to an auction that she later finds out takes place in Wales. However, they don't buy anything at the auction. They wait until they know who buys what they want. And then later that night, they break into this man's mansion. And I'm talking huge, palatial, fucking beautiful place. And everyone's already dead. Rather than buy anything at the auction, however, Barons waits till later that night, where his plan is to break into the mansion and steal what he truly wanted from the auction, rather than let anyone know what he was interested in by putting up a purchase.
When they get there, however, everyone has already been murdered. Whoever was at that auction was looking for exactly what they were looking for, too. Now, throughout this book, Michaela has seen the Grim Reaper. Everywhere she's gone, she's seen a hooded figure with a scythe billowing in the wind. At one point, she even tries to talk to it, confess her sins, whatever it takes to get rid of her reaper. It never does go away, and at some point, she pegs it as just a figment of her imagination that her stress is just pushing this image upon her. Sadly, that reaper is more than just a figment of her imagination. He is Malouche. If you remember the first book, you'll remember that he was pretending to be a vampire. What they don't explain in the first book is that he's been eating fae to maintain superhuman powers. By eating fairy, you're able to gather strength and all pretty much the power you expect a vampire to have, but without drinking blood. Before Michaela can do too much investigating, she vanishes. She just poofs. She, one minute she's in the mansion with Barons, the next she's on a beach with Valaine. He decides now is the time to bring up the bargain that they'd made and tells her this is the hour she owes him. And in this hour, she loses one month of real time on our world. Now, throughout this entire book, Michaela has been seeing a Grim Reaper of sorts. There's a phantom hooded figure with a scythe. He's been lurking behind her building. He's been where she's hunting with barons. And no one seems to see it but her. I can tell you right now, that's all about to change. That phantom Grim Reaper of hers kidnaps her. Remember how I told you in the first book, Michaela stabbed Malouche the douche, who was a fake vampire eating Fae to maintain his power and pretend and keep his followers going? Well, that spear ended up rotting the parts of him that were Fae, and rather than dying quietly like a good little vamp, he decided to come back with a raging vengeance. Dude was so fucked up that he kidnapped Michaela, took her underground, and tortured her for an insurmountable amount of time. Like, I legit have no idea how much time passed in that frame. What I do know, however, is that he ends up beating her to death. I'm not joking. He kills Michaela. However... With her dying breath, she tells Barons to feed her some of the fae, the same fae that Malouche the douche has been eating. It ends up healing her and giving her super strength, just like the fake vampire. They duke it out, bunch of shit goes down, and the Lord Master shows up. Now, I'm not so sure I actually mentioned the Lord Master before. He's the one who was bringing in all the dark fae from the other world in the first book he's also who Michaela believes killed her sister he is the one her sister was dating and in the phone call to her sister she does say that the one she loved betrayed her she's one of them which leads everyone to pretty much believe that the LM is the bad guy well dude shows up and pretty much demands Michaela come with him he uses his magic and tries to coerce her but Barons shows up, like the knight errant he is, and pretty much tells him to F off. 
the Lord Master leaves, and Michaela gets to go home and get taken care of by Barons. And I literally mean it. He paints her nails. It's great. It's cute. But it also leaves you wondering just how powerful is Barons if he can scare away the Lord Master. Just exactly what is he? Honestly, after reading all that, and after all the sexual tensity I can't talk about on radio that happens in the book, I have to give the book a 5 out of 5 stars. It is by far one of the best reads I've had of the two books in the series. They're both as great as they are so far. I cannot wait to read more, and I can't wait to tell you guys what I think. And I hope you guys tell me what you think. Thanks for listening.